The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Aloha! From theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode number three, no, 436 of the show. I very much appreciate you joining us. If you have not already, if you're not hashtag team current, I would suggest you go back and listen to episode 435. My dear friend, someone I've always liked, Dolomite D, sat in for Ed. And we hit a lot of topics. It was a very fun episode to do. And if you are a Red Circle subscriber, you got all the bonus stuff that we did last week, which is when we talked about the Instagram influencer that murdered her boyfriend. She claimed it. She claimed she threw a knife in self-defense at two million followers. We also discussed Bob Odenkirk's foot fetish. And that we played the tape of the Chinese groom that might have been fake i don't know you'd have to check it out the chinese groom that played at his wife's sex tape with her brother-in-law at the wedding stuff like that uh that that's all that's all the bonus content we did or part of the bonus content we did last week if you are interested in getting the extra stuff we do just click the link in the show notes subscribe to red circle all the extra content that we do is there are friday night stereo chats get reposted there the tbls after show all that stuff my solo stuff it's five bucks a month 50 bucks a year it's up to you if you're into that check it out also if you'd like to reach out send us a, an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com i say it every week but people still ask so i'll continue to say it. mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com also the voicemail 949-464-TBLS it's always fun when people call in it's fun to hear from the different corners of our universe. So if you haven't before, please lob us a call. 949-464-TBLS-8257. We have a, Ed is still away. We have, an, we have another co-host, somebody that you guys would be familiar with if you listen to the show pretty regularly. He's been on a bunch of times. It's our dear friend from the Pacific Northwest, Caleb Holtzclaw, a.k.a. Bird Respector at Bird Respector on Twitter. What's up, Caleb? How's it going, guys? Hanging in there, man. How you been? Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't complain. Yeah, I was thinking about it. This is, I think, the seventh time wow. I've been on Lucky wow. Seven. So, first time I'm not doing a movie though. So this is a big deal. Wow. No, 
You, it's yeah. you've been exclusively a movie guest. I've exclusively done movies. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, well, you're you're good in that format. I figured you'd be good mm-hmm. in this format. It's good to have you here. Um, are you? Do you follow the UFC at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. So last week on our people that listen to our stereo, our Friday night stereo after show, will recall that on that show I talked about about a premonition that I had while on that, that show. I said I I had a dream. Something came to me in a dream. So so last week's main event was Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. And Leon Edwards is one of these guys, you know, he's British. He's been the number one contender. He's they made him fight everybody else before they'd give him a title shot. And he'd lost to Usman before early in his UFC career. Yeah. That was a while back though. A couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Usman is, you know, he's the number or not anymore. He's the number one pound for pound fighter in the UFC. He's, you knew he was a big favorite. And you knew that the UFC didn't give Edwards much of a chance because the fight was in Salt Lake City. <laughs> British people don't fare well in Salt Lake City. Right, exactly. And, it was, you know, the altitude was a factor. If you watch that night, like everybody was gassed early in fights because of the altitude. I didn't, I didn't even factor that in. But, but last week, Caleb, I had, I was, I never remember my dreams. I just, it's not, it's rare. And, and if I do, it's just like, you know, like pictures in my brain. I just, I, I never get the full narrative of my dream. Sure. But last week, out of nowhere, I hadn't even thought about the UFC. I didn't know. I, you know, it's just not something, you know, I watch them, but I'm not like super, super fan. Sure. But yeah, I'm out there. I'm out there too. Right. In my dream, Leon Edwards knocked Kamaru Usman out in the first round. <laughs> and I, so I mentioned that on the stereo show and I go, Hey, I, you know, I don't know. I go, but is this is something I should wager on? Right. I mean, I, I should place a bet because I, I dreamt it. Like it would be stupid of me not to place a bet. And I got that. It was a stupid bet. He was a big underdog, five to one underdog. <clears throat> but I, but I took a look at the odds with my buddy Dola. Please tell me you bet on this because no one was, no one was doing that. I, so I laid 50 bucks and hell yeah. The, I didn't, the I didn't round? have, I didn't have the balls to go first round. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, look, let me, let me increase my chances just a little bit here. So I laid 50 bucks on Edwards by TKO, KO or DQ. And then if you watch the fight, Usman pretty much dominated the way a lot of champions do in the UFC where they're, you know, they stay outside They'll take a guy down if they see the ch- if the if they see the opportunity, but they're not yeah. they're not going to take a lot of chances. They're not going to get in there and throw because a lot of times that's the only chance that's how that you the get challenger got. has. That's it's right. like old Tyrone Woodley. Like that's how he used to fight. Everyone used to criticize how boring his fights were, right. but it's like no, that's just how you win. Right, exactly. And there's and there's been been a, uh, I mean uh, the the big one is um, who's the guy? Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you get into your forties, dude. You can't sure. think of the the greatest, one of the greatest prize fighters of all time. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's like that defensive fighter comes in and he just points you to death. He, he stymies yeah. you. So you it's can't hit him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he lets you get frustrated and he hits you enough that he clearly wins every time. And this is, this is a lot of champions tactic. Sure. 
sip of water. Yeah, yeah. So that's how the fight was going. And then it was getting close then. And I'm like, well, you know, and they're, and they were both gassed. I mean, it was, you know, they're at a, at altitude and there's 90 seconds left in the fight. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm looking down at my phone. I'm like, oh, well, it was only 50 bucks, whatever. I'm looking down at my phone. I'm texting my kid to see if she's got a ride home from the party that she's at. And all of a sudden I hear my girlfriend screaming and I look up and Kamaru Usman is flat on his back. Oh, he got bonked. He got he got kicked. Similar, yeah. very similar to the way uh, Cheeto Vera ended the fight against Dominic Cruz. That he was, I would say, he was also losing the week before with a direct yeah. kick to Cheeto Vera's was more uh, was more uh, grosser because he smashed yeah. Dominic's Cruz Dominic Cruz's nose. Yeah, that was a little grosser. But yeah, not too much. I mean, this yeah. was pretty pretty gruesome yeah it was gnarly he he fainted the right hand and then he followed it up with a feint of the left hand so that Usman ducked out of the way of both punches leaving himself wide open to the ankle bone that came directly into the side of his head and it was over Dumb. i won my bet i predicted that shit i gotta give credit to myself here you should everyone give a round of applause to Brian. Yes. For, yeah. That's crazy. You know what? Uh, I haven't been joining the stereo chats as much lately just because it's, uh, they're late, usually a little busy. Yeah. But, uh, I think I got to start hopping back in those cause that's good gambling advice, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It's my, uh, that's my so you put 50. What was, what were the odds? What'd you get back on that? Five to one. So I won two fifty. I should have. Oh, not bad. Of course. As soon, like one second, I thought I was losing my 50 bucks. And the next second I was like, why didn't I, why didn't I just bet a hundred? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. how it goes. Well, also at 278, did you see the uh, Paulo Costa Luke Rockhold fight? Yeah. That was, speaking of gruesome, that, that was, was crazy. Fucking disgusting. That man. was crazy. I swear. Okay. So I, yeah, I used to watch, I don't know, there's no reason for it. I used to watch uh, UFC like every, every, just all of them. I, yeah. my girlfriend and I would host, we did yeah. the whole thing. Uh, we split and COVID happened. And just for whatever reason, I watch them uh, much more sparingly. Yeah. But I swear, like every time I'll try and get like somebody I'm dating or a friend to like yeah. watch UFC. There's like a casual or doesn't care. I like pick a fight where something like this happens. So if you, if you didn't watch this at home, yeah. uh, Luke Rockhold was getting bonked and he decided to like rub his amazing. bloody face all over Paula Costa to make amazing. it look like he was damaged or something. Like it was like the most weird kind of like border. Uh, like if you watched it without sound, it would almost look like homoerotic. I don't know, yes. dude, it's strange. It was it was weird because Rockhold Rockhold well both of them were basically completely out of energy after the first round. Rockhold yeah. had apparently was recovering from staff. So, oh Jesus! So That's he was on antibiotics. Great. So I mean he okay. should if it wouldn't have been his last fight, I imagine he probably would have pulled out or he should have pulled out. But yeah, so he both of these guys barely had any energy towards the end of the fight, and I didn't get what the beef was. But Rockhold was telling him to fuck off. <laughs> And they were talking to each other a lot, like in the clinch and stuff. Yeah, I I, I could see some some uh, some chippiness going on. I didn't really know what the deal was. Yeah, and then yeah, then Rockhold did that. His he was just gashed in the face and bleeding from his nose, and he just rubbed all the blood over cost so all over Costa's face. And despite the fact that that Rockhold, because it, it turned into like a tough man <laughs> towards the end, where they both had their hands down and were just loading up the biggest shots they could to the other guy's head. And Rockhold like stymied him a couple times. Like if he had just a little more strength in his body, those were knockout blows. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was that was the other fight of the night. I didn't predict that one, but I mean, I thought Costa would win. Um, but it was still a good night of fights, especially with me going out on a limb and taking the five to one underdog. Anybody that listened to the stereo knows what what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, uh, I'll be back. I'll, I'll start joining in on those a little more often because I, I've got I've got I don't gamble a lot. I yeah. like. I have an aversion to losing money. Same. I don't know. Like it just doesn't feel good. Like the amount of good it feels when I win never feels as good as like or as bad as it feels when I lose. It's so true. I don't do it that often. Yep. But you've convinced me. And like I know, I, a couple times I go in there. Stu and Dola are always talking about what they're betting on and stuff like that. And by the way, uh, shout out to Dola. That episode was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Travis Rogers episode before that was also incredibly good. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're uh, like backup quarterbacks in a fight for the number two spot behind Ed. That's right. So, That's right. Yes. It's yeah. It's it's his. You know, it's, it's a Drew Lock Geno Smith situation. Right. Right. Well, I try. I try to bring in all the second bests that I can find <laughs> to, to yeah. fill in. I, all anybody that's almost as good as Ed, I try to yeah. get to show up when he's not here. Okay. You want to talk some sports? Let's talk some sports. Let's do it, buddy. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Well, before we start, I'm remiss. I know you have a new podcast launching. Has it dropped yet? I'd like to hear it. Uh, you know, I don't know when we're going to, it might, by the time this is coming out, probably next week. What time, what, what how long after we record these, do you uh, drop them? This is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So it probably won't be out, but imminently I am. So then again, seventh time, I think been on this episode and we've been talking exclusively about movies in previous episodes. I finally have something to promote. I haven't done the old ones, but I do have a brand new movie podcast. Yep. Um, We're doing the first season, I guess how you'd call it is we're going through all of the Nicolas Cage, not all of them, but the, the highlights of the Nicolas Cage, I guess, filmography. Yes. My host and I, uh-huh. he is a very sharp guy. He teaches um, like film and literature and uh, also a very funny guy. It's a very funny show. We've been blessed with a lot of comedian, very high profile guests and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's called Western Kabuki. Um, follow me at bird respecter on Twitter. I'll be launching that eminently within a week or so nice can't wait to check it out it's gonna be fun yeah and you uh, i i asked you guys i don't know uh, i think we're gonna try and have you you and ed some combination of you ed and dola maybe i don't know but we're gonna have you guys on i was thinking hopefully for con, a review of con air what do you think uh, i would love to we've done it on this show before so i know that's, got lots of that's i saw i listened to that episode i was thinking yeah. like would it be like lame if i asked them to do that again but you know if you you know what you know yeah. Yeah. And what, and I've already forgotten everything I said on that episode. So it'll, <laughs> it'll be new to me too. So yeah, yeah. definitely. I'll, just, I'll steal all the funniest jokes from that episode and pretend like they're on my own. Just let me know. Uh, we have okay. a couple of sadly. Yeah. 
Lost a couple Rest legends this week. So this week we lost Tom Weiskopf, golfer. Yeah. Back in the 70s and 80s, he won the 1973 U.S. Open. I believe cancer got him, sadly. Very sorry yeah, to hear that. Yeah, cancer. Yeah, bummer. That's a yeah. bad way to go. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. And we also lost uh, the guy, the real Friday Night Lights coach. Billy Bob Thornton. The guy, the great actor, <laughs> great movie. The guy that he played, and his name was Gar- Gary Gaines. Gary Gaines, yeah. Lost him, Alzheimer's disease, iconic Permian High School football program. Down Man, I love Texas. that book, the Friday Night Lights book. I yeah. love that book. I love the movie. I love, that's how I got into like explosions in the school. Well, I like the band, you know, the band that did the soundtrack for that. I liked them before that, but that's kind of like really sold it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Just a, just a, that, you know, great career. Yeah. No, that, that it's a great book. Buzz Bissinger, um, an iconic, great movie. And it was also a TV show. Uh, so RIP, Gary Gaines. Stuff that happened this week. Caleb, and you see this happen once in a while. <laughs> a couple, a couple fans of the Washington Nationals, yeah, got banned for five years. And I always wonder how they enforce this. My my dad tells me that he's banned from Disneyland mm-hmm. because he tried to he tried to steal the um, I don't even know, like Cinderella's. Tierra or something from one of the rides when he was like 16 and he's, so mm-hmm. he got a permanent ban from Disney. Like, how do they know? They don't, they don't have, I mean, they might yeah, now. I don't know. Disney has some pretty insane OPSEC though. They right. Have they like, do. I mean, yeah, they, they have their own police force in there, but I mean, this happened <laughs> yeah, in the seventies. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I'm sure they're not going to, it doesn't even look this the is same. like pre nine 11 Disney. They're not going to get him. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Tuesday night will be the last, time two Washington fans attend a game at Nationals Park for the foreseeable future because the team has reportedly just banned the men for five years for heckling what well, had to be bad I that's what I was going to say you know that whatever they said had to have been yeah. real bad yeah. because five years heckling is just part of the game dude totally yeah it had to be because they, they don't want another malice in the palace situation so sure. whatever these guys did had to be especially bad. Let's see if it says according to uh, the boot, the fans were sure. I looked, I couldn't find, I read this and I read, I tried to go around, even look on Twitter to see if anybody yeah. knew what they said. I couldn't find anything. It must've been real bad. It has to be like some kind of like racism or, you know, well, the guy that threats. maybe, but the guy that they banned, both of them were, I, uh, there were, neither of them were white. So yeah. I don't know that it was like, I, who knows, you know, I'm not saying that people, can't say like awful things if they're not white sure it's just like so for for that guy to get banned it must have had to been something real bad right and remember a couple years ago those two influencers showed up to that playoff game and got them out and they got kicked out but did they even get a five-year ban no i think they just got tossed right i remember that yeah that so i don't know um i need i need more info and i need to know 
Like, could you show back up in a disguise? Like, do they have facial recognition there? Like buy a ticket off a scalper for cash. No one's going to get you. Right. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess. Cause the tickets are all via app these days. Maybe they could like burn your ability to download the app. I don't know. I need, I need more details on why these guys aren't allowed back. I think it's just don't come back for five years. And if we somehow catch you, you get criminal trespassing is like the impetus yeah. to not do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They hold something over their heads. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know, man. I think maybe this is, I'm not trying, I'm showing my age a little bit, but maybe are people just getting a little soft because yeah. I don't know, man, listen, <laughs> and it's now T-Mobile stadium up here in Seattle. Yep. There is the beer garden right next to where the um, away team's bullpen is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you can get right up there. And I remember this was years and years ago back, you know, we, me and my friends would go, I try, I don't, I'm not a huge baseball guy. I try to go to a couple of games a year, but we would go every opening day for a long time. Me and, you know, we'd mob out with 10, 15 of our guys. So fun. Yes. That's just how you do it. Yeah. And we'd go and look up on Wikipedia on our phones, like where they went to school and exactly. just yell at them about just anything you can yep. get to them. And that was just part of the game. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but. Totally. It's so you do it. they have the same thing at Dodger Stadium where the visiting bullpen mm-hmm. is between the is down the right field line and it's kind of okay. like where the stadium splits between the pavilion and yep. the and the regular stadium. And the people in the loge that if you're at the far last seats of the loge, you can look down and basically talk to the players in the opposing bullpen. <laughs> oh yeah. And so I mean they're riding them all game long and as long as you're not throwing something or sure. you know really harassing them they won't kick you out. But I never heard of anybody yeah. being banned for just riding the guys. I mean that's part yeah. of the deal. I don't uh I'm not this is not a loaded question. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. What is the reputation of Dodgers fans? Uh just well you guys I you guys have a pretty bad reputation for what I understand. Is that yes. do you I agree mean, that definitely that definitely it's not like philly football bad but it's still pretty bad is kind of what i well a few years ago i mean it's probably a decade ago a couple criminals assaulted a giants fan there and left him nearly dead he probably wishes he was dead because he's so severely brain damaged after what happened uh, and okay. so it's like that kind of gave the dodgers a bad reputation but I, I mean, I've definitely been there and, you know, seen guys kind of mixing it up. I've never seen any like full blown fights, but I'm sure they happen. You know, guys yeah. get drunk. That's just sports. Yeah, I think that's every ballpark. You see those videos yeah. at every ballpark. I, I never have an issue at Dodger Stadium because I'm, I'm rooting for the right team. Yeah. So no, no one's ever bothered me. And I've never seen any any opposing fans get, you know, seriously harassed there. Most people, yeah. most of the people they're they're. That's the thing about Dodger fans is they're into the game. They're into the team. They're into the game. They're not really there except for, you know, a couple of bad eggs. They're not really there to mess it up. Yeah. Uh, that's up yeah. here in Seattle for Mariners. I think that like, if you're going to, a, <laughs> if, you're, if you're going to a Mariners game, like you're just happy that anyone is there at this point. Oh, totally. I mean, we, we do pretty okay for how shitty our franchise is like with crowd sizes and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, there's not a whole lot of ruckus being raised because the people that go to Mariners games genuinely just love the sport. Yeah. You kind of have to love baseball to go see a Mariners game. It, and it's You're a great ballpark, though, right? I mean, that's beautiful me, ballpark. To it's me, awesome. If, you know, it's like I'm a Dodger fan. I like going to Dodger Stadium. But if I go, if I'm in another city and it's baseball season and they have a cool ballpark. Sure. Like, that's enough for me. I don't care who's playing. I just want to go check out the ballpark. 
definitely. I'll do that with baseball because, you know, usually tickets are more affordable. I've always yeah. wanted to go. There's a couple of stadiums for NFL I've always wanted to go check out. But, uh, I mean, it's just expensive and it's yeah. a whole thing. And it football is. fans are markedly worse than baseball fans. So I couldn't show, especially the Seahawks, I couldn't show up in a Seahawks jersey to a lot of stadiums. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't have a good time. Yeah, I actually I, got booed. I was in um, North Carolina uh, on vacation a while back, and we went to a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I wore my jersey in for the uh, the playoffs. This was in like 2014, I think. Yeah. Oh man, I got booed. I yeah. literally booed by an entire Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the most powerful I've ever felt in my life. That's amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, you had the balls to do it, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's nothing wrong with a little friendly. Sure, back and sure. Forth, you know, that's that's the nature of sports. Of course. Uh, speaking of friendly back and forth, I know you said you're not a huge baseball fan. This guy might be a little before your time. Kenny Lofton. Oh, I remember Kenny Lofton from Ken Griffey Baseball. And yeah. I have I actually have a Kenny, a Kenny Lofton rookie card yeah. in this room right now. Yes. Yeah, speedster. Very fast. Lead off hitter. He was he made his bones with the Cleveland Indians, but he played for a mm-hmm. bunch of teams, including the yeah. Dodgers towards the end. Yeah. Well, apparently he's got he's fast a, in other ways. Yes, exactly. He's <laughs> now he's he's doing well. He's um, he's running some co- sort of investment firm. He's got. Well, hang on. Let's let's yeah. be clear about what this is. OK, the, the, inv- <laughs> the investment firm is for NFTs. So essentially what's going on is somebody is trying to steal Kenny Lofton's money. Right. 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 People are still quote investing in NFTs. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Correct. Wow. Interesting. Like, the number one feature for NFTs is just grifting former pro athletes. It's right. actually kind of sad, man. <laughs> that is kind of a bummer. Yeah. They, you notice that like, you go on, I'll see some like bullshit post about NFTs about how, like, you know, you don't understand NFTs. It's a way to do create, wealth and blah 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 and i yeah. look and it's like oh my god this is one of my like childhood heroes talks jesus yeah. christ he knows nothing yeah 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 that, or that's pretending to know something and is wrong is 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 gary v is a man gary v still pushing nfts uh i don't know i think a lot of people have they a lot of people have been dropping like flies i don't know about yeah. gary v yeah i mean it's uh, it's a brutal market yeah it's, it's a, kind bear, of it's a yeah. bear market for nfts yeah. for the foreseeable future yeah exactly well hopefully i mean maybe they can maybe this is this is viral marketing that they're okay. gonna they're gonna make their own nft oh shit okay this you know be, this could be it yes because kenny lofton he's he works at this Oh, investment firm and NFT marketplace. Yeah. And he's apparently being sued by some of his subordinates for sending them pictures of his penis. Yeah. So the situation with this was so remarkable to me because like the the guy that's suing him got hired to uh to work there yeah. and he was told by the <laughs> the woman that runs his Instagram account that he's been sending Oh, oh, right. And, yeah. And he wasn't sending dick pics to his employees, uh, from what I understand from this article. So that's an important clarification, oh, okay. clarification to make. Yeah. But he was sending dick pics through Instagram just to people, like right. r- random women on Instagram. Yeah. Um, which to me, again, we're talking about him being fast. Like that's a that's a bold move. That's that's stealing home plate if you're if you're a celebrity and you're sending a dick pic to a woman on Instagram. It really is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. And and how effective is that? You know, we all knew like growing up, 
every everyone knew that guy that was a one in a thousand guy where he would just he was playing the odds he would yeah. hit on every single girl he saw yeah and they would all say no but eventually one would be into it and that's those are the odds he was playing he's like if i hit on a thousand chicks mm-hmm. one is gonna like me and that's do you think that's Kenny Lofton's play where he's like, I'll just keep sending my dick and eventually somebody's going to be into it. It's got to be something like that. Or he yeah. finds, he, he searches like hashtags that women who are down bad would be posting. Like, right. That's the thing. You got to be strategic. If you're going to go for a numbers game don't yeah. bother with if, if a woman is happy and has her life together, yeah, you, you can't, you can't do that. You got to go for, I mean, I'm not suggesting that you ever send unsolicited dick pics, but of course if you're not. going by a numbers game yes, and you're a piece of shit like that, Uh, you gotta go for, you gotta go for, you know, like a, like a lion hunting, like a a zebra. That's like a little sick or injured. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what you gotta do. Yeah. And that's what the one in a thousand guys do too, is they they look for the ones that have strayed from the herd. Now also you got, you got to figure he's got to do the plausible deniability thing where he's like, you don't get, you don't get any shots of his, ALCS championship ring in the, you know, it's like, he could be like, I I don't know that Dick, you know, you can't, you can't see his bathroom tile or his monogram bathrobe in there. You know, he's got to, you got to keep it like really vague just in case they come back at you be like, I've never seen that Dick in my life. Oh yeah. So this guy's just, this guy's suing him just cause he worked there and he never got paid. He's just he's just bringing up the dick pic thing to embarrass him. Well, I think what it ha- what he's alleging, and I don't know who, how true any of this is, but yeah. I think what he's claiming is that uh, when he heard that, he took it to like the company's oh, legal team, yeah. and then he got fired yeah. for bringing it up, essentially. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's always nice to see these ball players have a second act. Was it um uh maybe not the dull episode maybe the Travis episode you guys were talking about somebody who was like texting a fan uh, or JR Smith. A, yeah he was just like somebody messaged him on on Instagram he's like you trying to fuck oh it's even better than that hold on let's look it up okay oh, I'm sorry I I listened to that I was no, driving it was so funny it's iconic yeah J R Smith texts let's see here let's we'll just go to the Image search. Here we go. Yeah. Let's get the whole thing. Wait, the screenshots of the text got leaked. Oh, that's yeah. so brutal. Yeah. I'm going to your game. To, oh, it's, I, I miss. He said three words before he said the iconic line. So she, she DMs him. I'm going to your game tonight. To which he replied, dope. <laughs> and then she replied with just a happy face. To which he replied, oh, really? Oh, boy. Oh, God. She then responded, oh, really what? With another happy face to which he replied, maybe the most iconic line in the history of the English language. You trying to get the pipe? (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm not even mad about that. Not at all. No, he's hey. He's being up front. He doesn't have time because he's probably getting a lot of DMs. And that's, you know, these ballplayers, it's not like it used to be where they would, you know, they'd 
they'd know somebody in the town or they'd have to go to the hotel bar and, and, and sort through the groupies. Check with the concierge. Right. They, now these days they got it set up when they get to town, they get, they get the DMS, they go through the DMS or they look at whatever they look at the location and they see something that they like in the town and they're like, Hey, I'm coming into town. Why don't you, you want tickets to the game or whatever. So J.R. Smith, he knows he's got a lot of options when he's headed to wherever this happened. Mm-hmm. Denver. I don't know. You know, he played in Denver somewhere and he's got, you know, he's got to get right to the point. He's not fucking around. He's not bullshitting. He, he needs to know what her intentions are. And mm-hmm. if those intentions are quote, trying to get the pipe, you know, uh, He's no, he's no Kenny Lofton. It's a different time for him. It's, it's, it's kind of better. Do you think, did he borrow that line? Was that Shakespeare? I mean, it sounds familiar. <laughs> well, no, it's not Shakespeare, but Shakespeare did say brevity is the soul of wit. That's so right. you got to give him that, you know, right. get to the point. He got right to the fucking point. And that's why he's the king. He also uh, retweeted me a couple weeks ago with um, eight laughing emojis. So I'll take that. Oh yeah. yeah. King. That's my guy. Uh, you familiar with Ben Simmons, the Aussie by way of LSU first round draft pick. Now he's vaguely. Yes. He's bounced. Well, not bounced around. He was with, he was the number one overall draft pick. And then he was last year traded to the, in disgrace was traded to the Brooklyn nets who, for for whom he has yet to play a game. Well, we have another, heckling story and look i don't like i don't i don't think you should harass athletes no not outside of the stadium not at, this is i watch this yes. video and everything yes not outside the stadium completely different context it's just just a dude trying to do his business you know i don't yes i agree he should be left alone and although it is kind of it funny was, it, it was hilarious though also let's let's just get that straight it, it was is kind of funny. funny when somebody is mistaken for somebody else, even though in this case, they don't really look alike, but Ben Simmons was at a candy store and somebody trying to make some viral content came up to him with his phone. And this is what happened. Oh my God. It was you, bro. Russell Westbrook, bro. Russell Westbrook, bro. Oh my God, bro. Russell Westbrook, bro. Hold up, bro. I ain't playing with you, bro. I ain't playing with you, bro. Russell Westbrook, bro. Uh, can't shoot, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Can't shoot. See, that's right, bro. Sorry, bro. Can't he, shoot, bro. Huh? Westbrook, bro. He's definitely not Russell Westbrook, Mm-mm. but also he can't shoot. Yeah. But my my bigger concern here is, what the hell is a grown adult male doing shopping by himself for candy? That is the biggest sus thing. I was going to bring that up, but I'm glad you did. Yes. What these are two, by the way, two adult men, yes. singular, the troll and uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yes, are, are ben both Simmons. Yes, shopping for candy by themselves. I've never been in a candy store in my Same. fucking life Same. ever. No, what's Same. going on with that? I don't know. Like, who, like, hey, I'm just gonna pop in here, and it's like in a mall. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm headed to the mall because I need to pick up, I need to stock up on candy. A little weird. I'm I'm a little low on Swedish fish. This isn't like some boutique place where you get to like talk to a chocolatier or whatever. No. This is like a strip mall thing. Yeah, it's like bins. It's like the bins that they used to have at the grocery store where you could just go and like scoop. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, you could just like scoop. 
Some <laughs> shitty little kid putting his hands all up. Oh, yes. Oh, Disgusting. Yeah. Yes. I still eat that garbage. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, look, we all have our moments, but I, I couldn't imagine ever going and like shopping for candy. Like I'll take my kids to the movies and I'll make them smuggle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Candy. So I'll hit the CVS and I'll be like, get whatever you want. And then I'll get, you know, one thing that I like usually like black licorice. That's your thing. It's black licorice. Yeah. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll get that. And then, then I also smuggle a flask into the movie. Yep. And that's the move. Yeah. We're set, you know, but it's like, I don't like preload the, the cabinets with my, with all my stash. I don't have like, no, there's a secondary trip prior to the movies where you get your candy because you're a normal person. Yeah. Right. And he's, he's there. And, and also, although we don't know, he could have been going to a movie after this. It could, it could be it could, possibly he's going to see bullet train, dude. Likely that's, that's probably his excuse here. You probably heard this this week, Tom Brady. Yeah. I've been following this. I was a truther. I was a masked singer truther. It made a lot of sense. It did. It made a lot of fucking sense. Tom Brady bounced from training camp. For like two weeks. And people, people had very credible, you know, those like those, um, they're like TikToks or people make like yeah. these investigation videos and they present the evidence. And I watched one and I'm like, oh, this chick knows what she's talking about. Like this, he's definitely yeah. shooting the Mass Ma Singer. Mass Singer is on Fox. Tom Brady's got a contract with Fox. He does. His, why, why else would the team let him leave for a couple the, weeks? The guy who made the original post on Reddit where this came from even was like, okay, let's look at the dates that they're filming. Yes. Like, I mean, it was so yes. thoroughly researched. Here, let's so, we'll, we'll play this chick's video just to get update people. Okay. It's a couple minutes. I have more. a working theory on why Tom Brady is not at practice right now. He's he's not with the Bucks. They can't say why. They team did say that they knew that this was going to be happening. And I need to tell someone about it. So it's going to be all of you. And just to be clear, this is just speculation, all for fun. But I do think I have a good working theory. All right. So here's what I think. And stay with me here. With I you. think Tom Brady right now cannot tell anyone where he is and the team can't because he is. He is a contestant on The Masked Singer, which is one of my favorite shows. So that's the only reason why I think this theory could work. For anyone that's like, what the heck is The Masked Singer? One, it's a great show. Two, essentially, they've had celebrities no, and people mm. dress in these elaborate costumes to go sing and try and make it to the end. This is, look, I've never watched The Masked Singer, Caleb. I have. But the 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 costuming, it's like, is, the, is there some occult symbolism happening it's here? like because eyes wide shut. That's why I don't watch it. It's uncomfortable <sighs> for me to watch. I mean, yeah, they they killed Stanley Kubrick for that film, and yet they're allowed to make the show openly. Yes, disturbing. It's also I take exception to her saying that this is her working theory because yeah, this, it's either her or, or like fifty other people on the internet are lying. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's borrowing from everybody else, and there's there's a genesis of this claim, and I'm sincerely doubting it's you. You're trying to make content. I appreciate the hustle, sis, but don't lie. You don't got to lie to kick it. For sure, for sure, I, and like you said, everything originates on Reddit. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's an aggregate site too. But this the, the one that I saw this was this has been going on for like a, a week or or yeah. more now. And I saw this thing. This is before it had been in the news. Even it was on the R NFL subreddit, which I admit I am on Reddit. Uh, it's kind of cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can find me on there if you want. My link 
is in my bio on Twitter. Uh, and I'm a RNFL guy, and that's been going on in there for the last week or so. Hey, no judgment here. I just I just remembered the other day that you and I actually came into each other's world via Reddit. Was it Reddit? I couldn't. I was thinking about it the other day. How do yeah. we, we linked up because of my old podcast, you yeah. and Ed, or not Ed, you and your um, Bachelor Lifestyle. Co- I can't remember his name. Jason. Jason. That's right. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry, Jason. Uh, you guys both co-hosted on my my other show. No, no, Ed did. Ed, Ed, yeah, Ed and I both did. I, yeah, I w- made a post on like a, hey, I'll be a guest on your podcast thing. Sure. On Reddit. And you're like, hey, yeah, we do this show. We'd love to have you on. I came on your yeah. show. Remind me what it was called. Uh, turn that off. Turn that That's off. Funny. I came on your show and then on my, and it was really fun. And I'm like, hey, you guys should have my co host on. He's good too, Ed. And then Scott came on the bat. That's what it was. Our articles were in yours. And we had then we had Scott George uh-huh. come on the come on the Bachelor show, and then we had both you and Scott on my show. And then sure. you've been on a bunch of times. Stupid, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. Do you remember uh, when we first met? I uh, very embarrassingly I uh, tagged you, and then I ta- I started like at the baller lifestyle just to see, I, mean, I just assumed that it would yeah. pop up and it was someone else's podcast. Uh, no. the baller lifestyle. It was, uh, you don't remember this. It was no. very funny. And, uh, it's embarrassing because if I had done a modicum of homework and just not assume that it was your show, the, uh, other baller lifestyle, uh, podcast that I tagged, first of all, it hadn't, they hadn't updated in over a year. Uh-huh. Second of all, all of them were black. <laughs> Right. You're saying I'm so, not black? I don't sound black. Yeah, it's like I remember you were just like, thanks for the shout out, but that's definitely not oh, did our I say podcast. That? Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I was so I was so embarrassed. Man. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we're the only ballers. Okay, let's let's yeah. let this chick finish her for the audience. Yeah. So let her cook. Talking about. Yeah. The end. But the kicker is that the show premiered on Fox, right? It's a Fox show, and that's gonna be really important to know here in a second. So, for example, Terry Bradshaw has been on The Masked Singer before, and he is a broadcaster for Fox on NFL Sundays. Now, okay, bear with me. Sure, Tom Brady does not work for Fox, but he did sign that mega deal with Fox back in May of this year. Tom Brady has also had a couple teammates that have been on The Masked Singer before. You've got Antonio Brown, who was on Masked Singer before. And the kicker for me is that his best friend, Rob Gronkowski, he has also appeared on The Masked Singer before. Look, she had me buying it at this point. I was all in. This this made a lot of sense. Why else would he not be there? Turns out he was just like in the Bahamas with his family. Well, that's what he says. But uh, one of his teammates made a cryptic comment to the media today, actually, and was like, well, he can't be any worse than Gronk was. So right. is this covering up the fact that he was on the mass Singer and doesn't want to spoil it? Who knows? Oh, Either there right. is a whisper, a whisper of a dream that it could still be true. Like he's trying to throw us off. Yes. Oh, man. It's not true. But, yeah. you know, again, it's fun to think about. It is. That's my working theory. Look, I, I get like Tom Brady is his. He's the best that ever did it. I mean, there's just, he's the best. By a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady is me and Madden. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. He's me at predicting the Usman Edwards fight. Last week. <laughs> yeah. He's, but I, 
no one else would ever be allowed to do this. And I don't, I don't care that he's won six Super Bowls or whatever. Like it's not, he's still, his teammates are still fucking pissed off because it's hot as fuck in Tampa and they're practicing and they're on a team. And as a team, you're supposed to do shit as a team and guys that are trying to make the team are trying to catch passes from the quarterback of the team. True. You know, it's just like, it's, it's some bullshit that wouldn't play for anybody else. Yeah. I mean, imagine you're a guy. I mean, those guys that they go through these can't, I mean, it's just by the numbers, even if you get drafted, like your, your chances of actually ever starting yes. in the NFL are so, yes. so razor thin. So imagine like, Oh man, the best day of my life. I got drafted by the bucks. I'm going to catch passes from yeah. Tom Brady yeah. and you know, he's just off in the Bahamas. So yeah, well, I, I don't even know who the bucks backup quarterback is or their third, fourth string, some third, fourth string bullshit guys throwing you passes. Yeah. Like you're not actually getting your reps in. That's kind of, I would be a little upset by that. Not going to yeah. lie. Imagine you get, you get invited to camp and it's like you're, and I'm not saying this is a reason Tom Brady should be there, but imagine you get invited to camp and you, you know, it's unlikely that you make the team, but it's, it's the one thing you can do. One thing you can tell your kids and your grandkids is like, Hey, I, I had a cup of coffee in Bucks camp and I caught a pass yeah. from Tom Brady or I picked off Tom Brady or something, something. Yeah, exactly. Like I understand not starting them in preseason games. By the way, I looked yeah. it up. It's uh, I apologize to the the greatest that ever did it, yeah. Blaine Gabbert, uh, as their backup quarterback. Tigers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. (laughs) (laughs) And and also Kyle Trasco I'm unfamiliar with. But uh, (laughs) yes, uh, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I get it. He is the greatest to ever do it. But if you're like at the point where you're just like, eh, fuck practice. I'm going to go to the Bahamas. Maybe it's time to hang it up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know he already retired. He fake retired to get the coach fired, right? Didn't they change coaches? I think they did. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Arians. Um, I don't know. So there's like a lot of um, different opinions about why that happened or Mm -hmm. if there was like rumors, if there was a split um, between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. I don't know. I've read a little bit about this. I don't have an informed opinion about it, frankly. But um, yeah, I mean, he fake retired. Bruce Arians retired. And now I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're that good. You can do You can throw your weight on a little bit, but it's a little bit, a bit bit gratuitous. And look, I don't want to be this guy, but would, would the, would the speculation be, Oh, he's just going to do the mass singer. Ha ha ha. If Tom Brady were black. Is that no? uh, Yeah. It'd be, it would be a drug chart. It would be, be where is he? That's, that's not even a joke. Of course it would be a hundred percent different. Yeah. Okay. Here's let's, this is a fun game. Blaine Gabbert, career backup, the best job in professional sports because you make you make killer money. Yeah, you don't get your head beaten in. Nope. You got you got a job every year. You play golf. You retire. Mm -hmm. 
you retire by like age 28 yeah. and with a millions of dollars in the bank. So we need, we need to guess, or I'm going to need you to guess. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Caleb Blaine Gabbert. He's played. This will be his 11th year in the NFL. He was briefly a starting quarterback, I believe, for the 49ers. Didn't work out. Now, you you and I were both probably pretty surprised to see he was around. What do you think his career earnings in the NFL are? Oh, man. Okay, let's just do this by the numbers. So rookie contracts are anywhere from like 600 grand to over a million. I, I don't know if he – I don't know when he got drafted, so I don't know. But he's been for 10 years, so you take his rookie contract and then – He's been so probably two contracts. I'm going to guess he's probably worth, he's probably taken in from the NFL, not including endorsements, about $10 million. Pretty close if you wanted to guess somewhere less than half of what he's made. He, he must have gotten, I think he was a pretty high draft pick. So he got a pretty big signing bonus because in 11 seasons, he's made almost $24 million per dude. What a dream come true! Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't realize he was that sought after. In what a gig! Career. What a fucking gig! I forgot he played for the Niners too. Yeah, twenty four million bucks. I could be wrong. I'm usually wrong. Uh, this is this is always exciting. The, the I remember one time, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, and these people were doing it on purpose. People, people were watching a game at, I believe it's called the Rogers Center. It used to be called Sky Dome. And you know how there's a, mm. there's a hotel in the outfield. And that was, like a, yeah. that was like a big draw when they built it. It's like a super futuristic building and it's fucking got carpet and it's all indoors because they're in Toronto. And there's out in the outfield, if you stay in the hotel, you can watch the game from your hotel room. Well, you can also fuck in the window of your hotel room while there's a game going on and everybody can see you. So I remember that being a, a huge story. And I think they did something that like tinted the glass or did something. So you can't see into the yeah. rooms after that. Uh, that takes all the fun out of it. I know. Exactly. Like what's this? So this is the blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the blue Jays okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but this week, and this is, I'm actually, oh, like, I know where we're going with this. I'm oh, actually yeah. thinking about making a pilgrimage up in this, in the, this last month of the season at some point, just to go for the day, because the Oakland A's are probably playing their last season in the Oakland Coliseum. There's rumors that yeah. they're moving to Las Vegas. It might already be a done deal. I'm not up on it, but, and, and Oakland Coliseum is a real shithole. It was until the Raiders moved. It was the last it was the last dual use stadium in the NFL and major league baseball. And the, the A's have for years been trying to work with the city. You know, they want to get it paid for and that we we don't do that in California. So, and it's weird with all the tech money up there, you figure they would be able to save the Coliseum. It's iconic, man. Yeah. You figure they would put something together, but unfortunately no. And so this week, and also you watch the games and there's practically no one there. And there's, yeah. there, there was practically no one there in the upper 
left field corner this week, except for two people openly engaged in some vigorous sexual intercourse <laughs> while, while everyone watched a couple allegedly engaged in a sex act in the stand in the stands at the Oakland A's game on Sunday. And now police, do we have to involve the police? I mean, I guess there's kids there. Listen, 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 hang on. These people weren't doing anything that Mickey Mantle didn't do regularly back in the day. I have the police out of this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you don't love this, you don't love baseball. Frankly, that's true. This, this is the real sport footage appears to show the woman performing oral sex on the man for several seconds. Oakland That's police often fast. Yes, Oakland police say spokespersons say <laughs> cops are aware of the allegations and have launched a probe into the matter. The Oakland Police Department was not alerted about this until after the game. So these these scoff Some laws are fucking snitched. Yeah, they are into the wind. Props to them. Look, there's nothing happening on the field. There's hardly anyone there. Who I don't cares? know. It's got an exciting game. They're in last and they were beating the Mariners. I'd be, I, you know, that, maybe that's a good time to get your dick sucked. I don't know. I don't know. Absolutely. Why not? I mean, if you can do it, Caleb, is this the most exciting thing to happen at the Oakland Coliseum since I took three hits of acid there for Chinese New Year in 1992? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. The Raiders have been real quiet, so probably. Yes. Yeah. It's no, it is. It is a real shithole of a building. It used, they used to have the, um, where the Warriors played right next door, but now they've moved across the Bay to San Francisco. So there's nothing going to be happening in Oakland pretty soon. It's kind of yeah, sad. What's left? What's, I haven't been in Oakland in years. What's left out there? That's it. The A's. It's actually kind of, I think it's kind of on the come. It's because San Francisco is so expensive. All yeah. yeah. So all the like artsy types have moved across the Bay and, you know, Oakland is to San Francisco like what Tacoma is to Seattle. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to a game, let me know which one. I, the flights down from Seattle to San Francisco and stuff are like, I don't know, 120 bucks and it's only a couple hours. I would yeah. go down. Yeah. That's I. Well, I have a date for you, so I'll let you know. Okay. Hit me up off here. I will. And here's the last one. I did this because I know that you are a pretty big pro wrestling fan. Oh, hell yeah. And I like to say I was also a very big pro wrestling fan, but then I had my 11th birthday. So <laughs> I don't, that's the, that's the extent of when my pro wrestling knowledge ended. And I, I can't imagine this guy is a big name because he wrestled in AEW, which is that like the TNT version of wrestling? So, yeah. So basically what's happened, the best way I can describe it, and I'm sure there's going to be some nerd who's listening yeah. to this, who's going to get yeah. real mad. But like all the guys, like my age, you know, so all, all the people at our age who kind of grew up on like the Monday Night Wars and all this shit, right? Yep, yep. Like they never stopped liking wrestling. And the problem with that is wrestling is a product for babies. And the WWE wants to do what it's always done, which is the good guy beats the bad guy and blah, blah, blah. After the whole, I guess, like Monday Night War stuff, they really went for like a more tame product. Yeah. And a lot of these guys were like, just not having it. They grow up, they want something new. They want something a little different. They want more artistry and athletics and whatever. So all these like indie wrestling circuits started springing up against kind of a renaissance of like 
the old circuits where it wasn't just one company that dominated all this. And right. Like, before before Vince McMahon consolidated all the because it used to be yes. a very regional sport. Correct. Yeah, it was incredibly regional before the McMahons. Yeah. And um, I guess, you know, there's been a couple that eventually get swallowed up. There's ECW. I mean, then there's there was NXT, which is the, I guess, like minor leagues of the WWE and stuff like that, that these guys would cling on to. Um, AEW is basically like a highbrow XFL to the WWE. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's like a little more loose. They played a little more fast and loose with the rules. Yeah. I mean, they're, these are guys that are like indie darlings that go there and, um, yeah, like people who like don't get along with the management at WWE have gone there. Yep. Um, famously CM Punk, Danny Bryan. These are the kinds of guys that you'll see at, at AEW. Oh, interesting. So are you familiar with Jake Atlas? Tenuously. So I yes. really like I I'll put on WWE about four times a year for like the Rumble, uh, WrestleMania. I don't watch it anymore because it used to be like a group thing. We would all just yeah. get drunk and scream the, the boys. TV. Yeah, uh, I still put it on every now and then. Yeah, okay. but I, I, I do know who uh, Appreciate you admitting that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have finally in, in my mid 30s outgrown wrestling. <laughs> Uh, well, he's this guy's openly gay, which I feel like is uh, that's an AEW thing for sure. Right. I feel like that's kind of are there a lot of openly gay wrestlers? I doubt it. No, because like, you know, the WWE is still like making fun of gay people. You that's know right. I mean? Well, maybe not anymore. They're getting uh, the woke mind virus came for the WWE a few years ago, unfortunately. Right. There, well, there was a um, <laughs> when I was a kid, there was a guy called. Adrian Adonis and he wore a dress and a wig and makeup and you know he had like a he had like his own like one of those fake talk shows like Piper's Pit and and people would come on and he'd get in fights with them but I don't I don't think he ever admitted to you know his any his orientation at all but this guy Jake Atlas he's a gay man he's just a normal guy who's gay basically yeah yeah yeah. regular dude and although he's He's had an issue. He had a little domestic dispute with his boyfriend and the police were called. I think this was at a hotel somewhere. And he, he, this Jake Atlas was talking to the cops and he, he said, I'm an international trained superstar who is, I have worked across the country, across the world with my name. He is a nobody talking about his boyfriend. He said, Atlas, real name Kenny Sanchez Martinez, went on to call the man a fucking bitch ass fucking pussy before ultimately telling the cop he is a terrible boyfriend and he's terrible at sex. Wow. Some lines you just don't cross, frankly. Wow. I mean, <laughs> kind of reminds me of, um, uh, I don't know, again, how familiar you are with, with I know you're not a huge football guy, but, um, Seahawks backup quarterback Geno Smith oh, yeah. uh, was arrested a few years ago for a DUI and yep. cried, tried to fight the cops, cried, and then complained that he had a small penis. Yes, so what I is it that. about? What is it? Yeah, which Seahawks legend Geno Smith? By yes. the way, put some respect. He's on still there. Yeah, he, he is. He might That's be my starter. Yeah, I bought last year when he when he took over for Russ. I bought one of those awful, god awful, like highlighter green. Amazing. Uh, Gino jerseys because that's my quarterback, dude. Oh yeah, that's your guy. Um, yeah, that's my that's my guy, yeah. dude. Uh, 
anyway, I just don't know what it is about like athletes that are like, you have to be, you have to be a millionaire to be that comfortable talking to the cops when you're drunk. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. Talk about your sex life or your yeah. dick size or something. Yeah. That's, that's just not something that normal people like can do to the cops. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's people that are, they have privilege in most places they go. So they're just used to that. They're used to being invited in places and getting things paid for. And so when, you know, when you're drunk and you get pulled over, you're expecting that same privilege. And then when you don't get it, you revert to that, that little boy that's inside <laughs> of you that didn't get enough love as a child. And you talk about your shortcomings, like your small penis. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Well, I think this Jake Atlas guy is in a, is in an actionable place. I mean, I don't, is there is no worse defamation than being called bad at sex publicly. Now it's on TMZ. This is going to follow this guy around for the rest of his life. And, and how do you prove you're not bad at sex? Do you That's have sex true. with the whole jury? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Then you have to find an entirely gay jury. And that's jury tampering. Yes. You can't do it. You can't do it. Well, it's fuck. It's a fucked up thing to do at the very least. I don't know what this guy did to Jake Atlas, but I'm I'm on the boyfriend side. Agreed. Same. Let's do. Let's uh. Let's play some voicemails. Okay. Let's go. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Update for the listeners on Manuel and Gardenia. Yeah, I was really, I really hope that I get to be a co-host on a show where Manuel leaves a voicemail. Well, I've been waiting for that for a long time. I mean, we haven't heard from him in quite a while. That's what you're saying recently. Yeah, and I and when Travis Rogers was on the show, you know, he calls Travis Rogers' midday talk show here in L.A. often, mm-hmm. and Travis said, "Oh, I haven't heard from him either." Then I was listening to Travis's show maybe last week, just maybe a couple days after he he was on with us. And Manuel called in and he announced that he had moved to the night shift at his plumbing gig and just wasn't able to call in. Now, I don't know how that affects because wow. my show's a voicemail situation. It's a voicemail, Manuel. Come on. Yeah. You know, late at night, you you finish, you know, doing an install, doing a repipe. You're headed back to your pad in Gardenia. You're driving your plumbing van. There's probably not a lot of BMWs or Teslas or handicapped people in your way. Or homeless? Yeah, the handicapped voicemail. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So, or mini bikes or people that drive mm. too fast. Get lob us a call, buddy. Love to hear from you. Let's see. Let's see who called this week. Oh, hold on. So what have I done? Oh my god. Volume. Hold on. Super Lee here. Hey, Guys, Super. Calling in. Probably. Super Lee. Sorry if I missed things. Talking with these youth football camps and whatnot. Kids are wearing me out. Anyways. Just want to call so you guys did an amazing, amazing job, Days of Thunder. Doa, 
you're Ron and Guy Fieri, but you, you, you know your way around a podcast. And I want to say thank you for pretty great work there and, and your Friday podcast stuff too with Dario. Some praise, follower guys. Some Talk to you soon. Praise for last week's guest host Dola, who did a fantastic job. I agree. Thanks for that. It really Super was league. a very good episode. I yeah. gotta say, I um, uh, this is embarrassing. I I ha- used to be a Red Circle guy, and then my card expired, and I just oh never updated it. But I was listening before. to, yeah, I know, I know. But I listen was listening to the Dola episode, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I got to get back in this. I got to finish this. So I'm a Red Circle guy again. Oh, you. Yeah. That makes me so happy. So you yeah. got to hear us talk about Bob Odenkirk's foot fetish. Yeah. And oh, the, and I'm so mad that didn't happen one week later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, I mean, poor guy. You know, I although and but, but also he's in his fifties. He doesn't know who's following him. Doesn't know how that shit works. I mean, listen, I, I have a, a kind of a dual opinion on that. First of all, let's hear it. Let let him jack off to feed if that like whatever like that's his thing like Bob Odenkirk he's, deserves it but also uh, yeah he's 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 just a national treasure um, totally but also feet guys are funny to me so it's like fair game I don't know if it's I can have it both ways yeah it is it's one of those very common fetishes that we still get to make fun of yeah they're taking everything from us I understand if you like feet listen if you're listening to this right now. Yeah, and you're a foot guy. God bless you. Uh, yes. Go with God. Do what you want to do. I don't have any hate in my heart for you, but it is funny to me. So it, it is, is I, what it is. And every time we talk about this, because I've said on the show, I'm not a foot guy, but I can't. I have a. Pro, I can't really date somebody that has unfortunate looking feet. I don't that. Okay. So, but I'm not like I'm not trying to fuck anybody's feet. Sure. Anything, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a foot guy in that sense. But every time this comes up, there's one guy on Twitter, and I don't know his name, that is a foot guy that'll start sending me like DMing me pictures a of ladies, truther. yeah, oh. of ladies' feet. He'd be like, "Oh, that's why foot guys are so funny yes. because they're they're zealots." Yes. I've yes. never met a casual foot guy. You right. know what I mean? And they're, they're like the guys hold up on some fucking island after World War II, not yes, knowing they, the war is over. Like nobody cares. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll send me pictures and be like, "Come on, dude, tell me you're not into that." You know you are. I'm like, I'm not. Like, <laughs> that's like it's it's a fucking foot, dude. Get yes. out of here. Yeah. yeah, any and yeah, I'm not into like close inspection really of most body parts. So it's just like I don't. It's a it's a bridge too far. Yeah. Okay. Here's here is another voicemail. Hey ballers, uh, I wasn't gonna call because I didn't so, have. This is our buddy Stu. You're Stu. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Good dude. Have much to say, and not that I have much to say now, except I was gonna uh, tweet at Dola and you, Brian. Oh, by the way, great fucking call on the uh, upset victory by Edwards. That's his name, right? Did I mention that I did that? Have I, yeah. did I bring that up yet? Okay, good. Edwards. Yeah, he was losing for 23 minutes and 45 seconds of the fight, but he just hadn't realized that the fight wasn't over until he knocked the shit out of dude with his foot. Oh, boy, went stiff when he hit the ground. He did. Very, very nice. But I'm just leaving Anna's. You know, I had a little uh, salmon dinner, literally salmon dinner. That's that's, that's Stu's girlfriend, non-girlfriend. Oh, the euphemism isn't lost on me. But I played the opening of last week's Baller Lifestyle just to give her a taste of sort of what goes on in my life when, you know, nobody's around. And so, needless to say, that's right. she's just going to call me the Highlander from now on. 
<laughs> so he's got a girlfriend, but he said he wasn't fucking anymore. What's he's, going on with this? Well, he's, he's not fucking. He's he's got a girl. Well, it's like a it's like the love of his life. Okay. Like a life partner type situation. Good for you, Stu. Right. But he's not, but I don't I don't think they're together in that way. And it just mm. he he thought he no longer had the desire to be sexual, but then last week he called it, or no, it was on the, it was on the stereo actually. Stu apparently recently took a job because he needed medical benefits and which is great. That's the country we live in. We live in the richest society that's ever existed. Yeah. And for some reason, your ability to go to the doctor is tied to your employment. Dude, I have a job and I need to go to the dentist and I can't. Yeah. This shit. Yeah. yeah. It's this is like I said, the greatest I have a good job and I still yeah. Yeah. It's the richest society that's ever existed. I uh, I have good quote good dental insurance and my daughter needed a she had an undescended baby tooth that she they needed to get out of the way for her braces. Yeah. And they're like, "No, we're not going to pay for that." It was $1400. I have insurance. Yeah. So anyway, he um he called in to say that he he's working this job and some of the booze at his at his new gig are throwing it at him. And he's and all this all of a sudden he's like getting a little tingle. He's the 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 flame has been reignited and he's like, "Wait, am I retired because the flame is be, gone, the fire remains." That's right. It's, this might be kind of fun. Like He's, but then he's like, I don't want to have sex with people I work with. That's always bad, but very smart. Right. Of course. But it's, it's rekindled something within that he thought he had lost, which is exciting. Good for you, Stu. For sure. Uh, Okay. uh, Does Stu, does Stu drink beer? I've been talking to him about meeting up sometime. I need to grab a beer with that guy. Yeah. He drinks beer. All right, Stu, if you're listening, let's make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay. Couple emails. Hey guys. First time, long time, team current episode, hashtag Friday facts, hashtag team 85% of the show <laughs> with Robert E. Mosley recently joining. I think you mean Roger Mosley recently yeah, yeah. joining Texan. Yes, Texan Jonathan Hillerman in the great syndication in the sky. I want to know which star from the classic TV show Magnum P.I., do you believe will avoid the Grim Reaper the longest and be the last man standing? In one corner is two-time the dating game loser, former USC Trojan and her suit upper lip legend, Tom Selleck, age 77. In the other corner is sidekick character, actor on such feathered hair and sideburns TV shows as Emergency. Starsky and Hutch and Baba Black Sheep, Larry Manetti, age 75. Personally, I don't see how anyone could vote against pickled liver and cameo legend Manetti. Sorry, Magnum. That is from our friend Mike Alba. Thank you, Mike. Anyone that listens to the show will know Manetti's work via the Aloha at the beginning of the show. See if I can find it. Oh, ah. yeah, that's him. Wait, there's a there's a longer version on my Instagram that I don't have right now. Uh, what do you think? This show this show's a little before your time. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it ended before I was born. I mean, I've seen yeah, some Magnum PI. Um, I uh, I don't know. So, I mean, the obvious answer that everyone's thinking is, you, you know, Tom Selleck. But uh, what about uh, what about Lieutenant Yoshi? You know, I remember him. <laughs> he might already be dead. He might be, but you know, this is. I'm not trying to get into like. Yes. Uh, look, statistically speaking, Asian, Asian people live longer. Live longer. I'm just saying they it do. is what it is. You know, he, he could live to be 110. You know, uh, it's like biblical times, you know. No. I hate to say it, that was my first thought. It was no, Yoshi. It's a it's a legit, it's a legit place to come from. I but he was an ancillary character, I will say that. Like Yeah, that doesn't really count. Was it Tom Selleck or, or Larry what's Larry Minetti's character? I can't remember. Rick. Orville. Rick. Orville. Wait, Rick Orville Wright. I believe he yeah. was called on the show. Here, I found the. And oh. Congratulations on Baller's podcast. And you're right. They do have the greatest theme. Magnum <laughs> P.I. I love it like you do. And truly, I wish you aloha. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. You think he's got wow. much longer? I didn't realize where that came. Okay. Wow. I'm learning. Great dude. I feel like he sounds like I will sound when I have about four more beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is I'm so paranoid of seeming drunk that if I am drunk, I don't talk to anybody. I mean, you're yeah, not going to record me. No, no, no. That's that gets held on. The to only time, you. believe it or not, the only, well, two times I've ever podcasted drunk was uh, the very last episode of um, my old podcast. I was blacked out. Yes. But, the only other time I've ever podcasted drunk was when um, we did Ernest Scared Stupid was on this podcast. Yeah. I wasn't like shit faced, but I, I was pretty. If you listen to that episode, you could probably catch a couple slurs. I was a, uh, I don't know. I just like I was nervous for the show for some reason, and I was recording it at work, and everybody had left, and there was no beer. So like all I did, I had snuck into my boss's office and just drank a bunch of his whiskey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just snuck up on me. So if you, I don't know what episode number that was, but if you if you're a fan of the show, go back and listen to the Ernest Scared Stupid episode with uh, co-host Scott George. I was, was it was it last? It was two Halloweens ago. Two yeah, Halloweens was, ago. Almost two Halloweens ago. No. Yeah. yeah. I actually had to sleep in my car that night. Dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty well. Wow. I didn't sleep the whole night in there, but I, I took a little nappy before I went home. Right. I am. Um, I'm pretty sure I was drinking during that too. I'll, I'll drink on occasion. And you know, it's weird when you get in front of a microphone cause you can't think of what, like I wanted to say Dominic, Dominic Cruz got kicked in the face and it was gruesome earlier, but I couldn't sure. recall the word gruesome for some reason. And it's just like really obvious things are when there's a microphone in front of your face, they become really hard to think of. Yeah. And when you've had three beers that is magnified like 10,000 times, it's, it just, can go either way for me. It's like, I'm either way more quick witted or I'm just awful. So I try not to do it. You know, I'll have a yeah. beer or something just yeah. to loosen up, but I don't, I don't do sh live shows, podcasts. I used to do stand up when I was drunk, but that yeah. was a whole different thing. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like it's like playing pool. Like you're really good when you've had two beers, and you're exactly. really shitty when you've had five beers. It's yep. there, there's a sweet it's spot. High rope block. That yes. yeah. Uh, here's another one. Hello, Brain and Ed. I wanted to update you on my sitch. 
I relocated to a city in Texas, mostly to avoid the one who dirtied up my life in more ways than one. The amazing part was when I relocated to Texas is that when I told my coworkers my name, some asked if I was from Kansas. When I said yes, they knew the story of my life and I became known on the job as, quote, shitface. You two are quite popular in a certain city in Texas, so I quit that job. Luckily, it's a large city and I've avo- avoided those old coworkers. I now tell people I am Kenny and never admit that I am from Kansas. I've avoided detection from that certain lady and hope it stays that way. I can report that the ladies in Texas are hotter than in Kansas and Texas ladies love, love, love to get down. The podcast may have been better than ever the last few months. That being said, Dolomite may be the only person on earth that knows less about sports than brain. Peace. That is from Kenny in Texas. Well, Kenny, uh, for talking about people who don't know much about sports, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, So, you know, I listen to the show. You're like my third most listened to podcast, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. What's Kenny's story? Fill me in here. So Kenny is Canard in Kansas. Canard in Kansas. And he had, he sent us, he asked our advice one time because- he had a he had a lady friend and they went out on a date and they went out to dinner and they banged and then she spent the night and in the morning he she she wanted to go for round two but she went in and she soiled his bathroom in a way that he found a little unsettling. Well, she just take a shit in his bathroom and he got mad. Yeah, and you know she okay. left evidence, okay. as, I, as I recall. Like she could have done a little more sprucing up. Apparently, okay. she didn't so, grab the brush. Right. So then he told he called back again and said, "Well, they rekindled their they rekindled their romance, and upon that meeting, they were in a, they were in a particular position where she." Lost bowel control. Okay. This is fake. It's got to be fake. Yes, fake. it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. She w- he, and he went on to say she stole his identity and there were oh, a lot okay. of details in there. And I was like, it's fake. But a lot of people were like, I'm not so sure that it's fake. And now this is this. Now it's, we clearly know that it's fake, that he's, he's moved to Texas and people know the show and that's come on, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know your download numbers, but uh, I don't know that I would ever talk to my coworkers about a podcast besides like Joe Rogan that they're all like, yeah, I've heard of that. Right. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Have you guys heard you guys? And also his name's Canard. I mean, it's not it's not the most common name. Sure. But I, no one would be like, oh, are you Canard from Kansas if yeah. you in- introduced yourself? Because it's too like I, like I said, I listen to the show regularly. Not as right. much because I right. work from home now, but I yes. listen to the show regularly. I've never heard that shit. So Kenny. Right. I, you know what? I don't want, I already have one enemy on the show, which is Manuel. I don't need two, but you got to stop lying. <laughs> yeah, Kenny. I mean, I'm hurt. I'm hurt by that. Although you did give us some content for a while. We, we always kind of knew you were full of shit. Travis pointed out canard was like a canard, like a lie. So or, okay. or a fake story, you know, like 
Also, he sent his email. Okay, but is he is he clever enough to do that? No, should be just an accident. Looking at, I, I'm reading the copy of this email. Yeah, yeah. a lot of problems with this email. Yeah, grammatically, syntax. I try to fix it. Yeah, as I read through. Yeah, that's actually one of the better ones he's written. Um, he could just be a, an actual genius, though. So. Could be. Well, he he had us sort of go. I mean, it seemed like bullshit. Well, the first one, I believed. I'll be honest. Then, then the second one seemed like kind of a lot. And I started asking the listeners what they thought and people went both ways. But now. Did you ever say where in Kansas he lived in? Fuck. No. I don't think that women in Kansas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contest that also. I don't think that women in Kansas are harder than women in Texas. I just think that there's more women in Texas. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in both states. and uh, Have you? Oh, yeah. That's My um my ex that I was with for like five, six years was originally from Texas and, or excuse me, from Kansas. And my um, sister for a lot of years lived in Texas. So I've okay. spent a lot of time in both. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's beautiful women everywhere. Of course. The, the, you know, the Beach Boys sang about it. Everybody knows that. They, yeah. Every region. They had a kind yes. of place that you wanted. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, I, lo- I love the Beach Boys because they would write like Disney sound, like a song that you could yeah. hear at a carnival. But yeah. it was just about getting butt. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, there's, they, you know, it was a different time. There's things were wide open back then. Uh, okay, let's let's do some not sports discussion here, Caleb. Hello. Oh my god, wrong button. I had to bounce to the other bank of sounds, and now we're back. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Not sports segment. Segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports segments. Oh, yeah. So once important, especially to this show, R.I.P. this week. Yeah, this is a bummer. Yep. Rest in pain. Rest in peace, the ballers hope you rest in peace. You won't laugh no more. You won't smile no more. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly departed, we hope you rest in peace. R.I.P. Film director William Peterson, known for the, I mean, the first movie I ever saw. I remember my uncle took me to this at like an art house theater when I was a kid. German U boat picture, Das Boot. Fucking great movie, by the way. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson actually has, if I had to give you like my top 50 movies, I would imagine he occupies three or four spots for sure. Well, let's go through. Yeah. He, also, he also directed Enemy Mine, which is like a, uh, a outer space buddy. Well, not buddy movie. It's stranded in outer space. I mean, it's like sci-fi pulp. I don't know what else yeah. to call it. It's yeah. good. I mean, critics shit on it, but critics don't know anything. It was Ruth great. Rossett Jr. Is, has the yep. baby. Baby alien. <laughs> um, shattered in the line of fire, which I believe is one Ed talks about a lot that. That's the one where, um, what's his name? Teddy KGB tries to kill the president. And Clint yeah. Eastwood. Hell yeah. Stop him. Uh, Outbreak, a movie that we've discussed, we've reviewed here on this show. 
Ooh, I need to go listen to that episode. Yeah, Air Force One we discussed. Also great. The Perfect Storm, but of course, for the purposes of this show, the most important movie that this director, William Peterson, directed was the movie Troy. Troy. That movie came out on my 18th birthday. Did it? (laughs) I went to see it. Yes, that that is the movie that someone announced... Um, a way that they would call their buddies gay is that they owned Troy on DVD. And that's so that is why in the really so, in right. the My Name is Brian song, he closes it out with I might own Troy on DVD. R.I.P. William Peterson. Okay. Great director. You. Yeah. Troy, first of all, what's funny about that movie, a couple things like he, uh, Peterson's known for like how meticulous his cinematography is. Yeah. It's like his one of his like things, but if you watch Troy, there's like two scenes where you can just see a fucking airplane go oh, really? around in the background. Yeah, yeah. like wh- he just stopped caring. Like so, he wrote well, he, he did it for the money, and and that was when they they were trying to capitalize off the gladiator yeah. momentum. And honestly, like the the movie wasn't as bad. Like the problem with that, um, the problem with that movie was the script, right? And yeah. guess who wrote the fucking script? David Benioff, the guy who fucking wrote Game of Thrones. Shut the fuck up. Weird how that works. With just yes. a, a good idea, poorly executed. You yes. got to call David. Yes, absolutely. I believe is he the, he's the one that's married to Amanda Peet. He might be. I, I think hope he he's is. not. Yeah. <laughs> Benioff and Weiss. Is that that's the combo, yeah. right? Yeah. Benioff, D&D those fucking door. Uh, the funny thing about them, I love what I love about them is they did such a shitty job of finishing game of thrones yeah. that they had to turn their phone like change their phone numbers yeah and they just got drunk for the finale which i respect yeah. but they like did so bad that they got fired from star wars like every dipshit nerd writer's dream yeah is to get hired to, to do a star wars movie they had it and they they like they dipped from game of thrones and we're like yeah fuck it we'll give it to brian cogman to finish yeah who was the only like true voice on that show remaining oh fuck it he can handle it we don't care george martin doesn't care let's just let this shit go down in flames to like start working on Star Wars, except for they didn't actually produce anything. So Disney was like, actually, fuck you guys. And they got nothing. And now everybody hates them. So this, that's this it's it's the story of like the band that does the good first album. And then they take the advance yes. for the second album. And all they do is buy cocaine and tequila. And then yeah. the second album sucks. Terrible second album. I mean, frankly, yes. it's like the a great first start of the first album. And then it just dropped off. But yeah. 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 Man, oh man. Also, speaking of House of the Dragon, just premiered last night. I watched yes. it and fell asleep twice. Yeah. I, I you know, I watched Game of Thrones. I liked it, but I don't I'm just not I don't think I got it in me to watch any more dragon shit. I, I'm over it, dude. I'm so yeah. fucked. So I uh I may have said this on previous shows because I'm sure we've talked about this, but um like I started those books in high school, you know. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And um I got since I graduated in 2004, I've gotten one book and there's still two more to go. So fuck George Martin yeah. and fuck these. I mean, I'm just so black pilled. I'm so like, yes. if you gave me he like two or three, more, he fucked me over. Like yes. that was like my whole 
like man i got into D D. that was like my yes. whole shit like when yeah. they when they announced that they were making that show in like 2010 like i was like the i was like the one guy that knew what that You're like finally yeah i went like fucking nuts i made all my friends watch it and it was like great you know it started out great and then just you know, the rest is history so yeah. uh when i was telling you about the other time i got blackout drunk is when we did our um like review of the series finale for game of thrones i was oh. i don't I don't remember recording that i was yeah, so because you, you had to you had to self-medicate because you were oh, so upset. I, yeah, yeah yeah i we did take all those episodes down um i wish they there was still some sort of archive because i would like to go back and listen to that because yeah I kept just, why'd I you said guys, a lot of, a lot of bad words why'd you guys take it down um you know we're behind the paywall at this point right mm. um no <laughs> No, I right, fuck it. I don't know. We just like kind of stopped getting along. I don't like. I, oh, I love those guys. Yeah, no, like we're all friends. Like yeah. I, I still talk to most of those guys, but yeah, like Paul. Okay, I'll just say like we all knew. Like we had, we kind of had a gentleman's agreement about it because yeah. we all had different like political backgrounds and sure. ideas. Yeah, and that show was like explicitly apolitical. Sure, ne- unless we just could all agree that something was so stupid that we can make fun of it. Yep. Um, we just didn't talk about politics. But we saw the incoming election yes. <laughs> and decided uh, we're not going to survive as friends if we do this. So we just kind of ended it. That's pretty smart. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I still talk to all those guys, of course. But Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's good to hear. Uh, well, somebody that you're not going to be talking to anytime soon because she's dead is Freya the oh. walrus. Yeah, dude. Okay, let's do this one. Because Freya, who was minding her own fucking business, this is, we got another Harambe, potential Harambe situation here. Freya was a Norwegian walrus that liked to, and she, look, she weighed something like 1,400 pounds, 1,300, girl. 1,320 pounds. And she would hang out in the marina, probably because there was fish there to eat. Yeah, And then she'd get a little tired and she'd climb up on somebody's boat and occasionally capsize a boat. So you know what they did? Room Amongst Us hasn't done that. Yes, exactly. They fucking killed her. They euthanized her. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Man, Jay Stewart, Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud covers, conundrums, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really Hit the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. TBLS, 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.